Welcome to the 10-Minute MBA. I'm your host, Scott D. Clary. On the 10-Minute MBA, I give you tools, tactics, strategies, and insights that you can use to start, scale, grow, and 10x your business. Let's get into it. Welcome back, everyone. Hopefully, you're all doing great. Today, we're going to be talking about a methodology that I think is something any entrepreneur, or a founder, or somebody building a startup should learn about. It is the Lean Startup Methodology. If you have already read a book on this, because there is a very popular entrepreneurship book on the Lean Startup Methodology, you can skip this one, or maybe you can stay around and listen, because I will be going into a little bit more uh, in-depth about how to actually apply it to your business. But um, this is one of the most popular startup methodologies popularized by Eric Rice uh, in his best-selling book by the same name, and it is truly uh, a smart approach to building a business that focuses on some core principles. And I'm going to go into those principles. We're going to speak about uh, how to execute on each one of those principles in order to effectively build any company from scratch. Um, in a much less stressful way. That's the best way I can put it without giving too much away. Now, before I go into it, I want just to ask everybody listening, please share this with one person who is building a business because it is exceptionally hard and it doesn't have to be because we've all done it before. And if you're trying to figure something out in your business, it has been figured out already. I truly hope and believe that this podcast can help change someone's life. So please share it uh, at least with one person. Now, let's get right into this. So what is the Lean Startup Methodology? So this is a methodology, again, written about by Eric Rice in his book, The Lean Startup, and it focuses on building what's called a minimum viable product or MVP. And this is the bare bones version of what your business can look like so that you don't overspend on starting your business. And then you take that MVP, that minimum viable product, and you iterate quickly based on customer feedback. And then you use that feedback uh, to validate your learnings and to drive decision-making. This is an efficient, cost-effective methodology. It aims to minimize waste and maximize the chance of success for your business. So to kick things off, first we have to go into what is a minimum viable product. A minimum viable product or an MVP, not most valuable player, but minimum viable product is a version of your product or service that has just enough features to satisfy early customers and provide you with valuable feedback for future product development. It's not about creating the perfect product right out of the gate. Instead, it's about focusing on the core features that solve your customers' most pressing, urgent, holy shit problems. So how do you build an MVP? Here are three steps to follow. First, you have to identify your target market and their pain points. You have to prioritize the features that directly address those pain points, and then you have to develop and launch your MVP with the minimum set of features necessary to start collecting feedback. That's it. Very straightforward. That means you are not spending an arm and a leg on your first version of your product or service because you just need data. I will give you an example of what an MVP could be in the most extreme form. Buffer. Buffer is a software that allows you to auto post on social. It does a lot of other stuff, but that's its core feature. And before they went ahead and even built the product, their MVP was a website, a landing page, um, which cost hosting costs, what, 15 bucks a month. Um, 
and they spun up a landing page and they probably used some landing page builder or you could, I don't know if they did. And then they had a form on that landing page that uh, allowed people to um, basically tell them if they would use a product that they were thinking of making. So would you use a product that allows you to auto schedule posts on social media? And obviously this is a very simplified version of the story, but that's basically what it was. It was a website and a form, landing page and a form, and it allowed them to collect data that they could eventually use to build their product because they understood there was a need in the market. So this is an extreme version of an MVP. A lot of people take it a step further, but the point is you want to go to market as quickly as possible, collect data as quickly as possible without spending money or without spending a lot of money. So after we have our MVP, what is the next aspect? Well, it's iterating quickly based on customer feedback. This means continually refining and improving your product based on real world input from your customers. Here's some tips on how you iterate effectively. You collect feedback from forms, customer interviews, surveys, usability testing, whatever it is, you just have a feedback loop in place. You have to next identify patterns and trends in the feedback. You prioritize improvements accordingly with those patterns and trends, and then you implement changes quickly and continuously. You measure the impact of those changes on customer satisfaction and core business metrics and KPIs. Remember, the goal is not to make your product perfect, but to make it better with each iteration based on what your customers are telling you. After that, you have to validate your learning and you have to make data-driven decisions. This is the third core principle in the Lean Startup methodology. This means you gather the evidence to support your hypothesis and you make adjustments based on what the data is telling you. This is how you apply validated learning in your business. You have to set clear goals for each aspect of your business. You have to regularly review your data to identify trends and areas of improvement. And you have to make data-driven decisions and continuously test and validate your assumptions. By focusing on validated learning, you'll avoid making decisions based on gut feelings or guesswork and instead make choices grounded in real-world evidence. So you have to understand three core principles, and I'm going to expand a little bit further in a second. But uh, the example that I gave you of Buffer previously, if they wanted to uh, go through this process, well, MVP would be website landing page form. Then they would uh, get customer feedback. So they have an actual form that people are filling out, quite literally collecting feedback. But they're also understanding that they have to validate their learning. So uh, maybe they're running ads or maybe they're posting organic social and they're sending people to this landing page where they want them to eventually fill out this form and say whether or not they'd want this potential product or service. Well, if people aren't filling out the form, well, maybe you have to change the feature set that you're speaking about, or maybe you have to change the marketing or sales copy on the page, telling the people that are hitting the web page what they're actually going to be getting. So these are all uh, at a very basic level, things that you can apply this framework to. But it, if, even if your MVP is more than just a landing page, which for a lot of people it is, you still apply the same framework. It just It's just a matter of doing this uh, quickly and efficiently without spending too much money or too many resources. In the world of lean startups, this is why pivoting is so important. Pivoting is common. A pivot, what is a pivot in the world of startups? Pivot is a word that's used all a lot, but a pivot is a strategic change in direction based on the validated learnings and customer feedback. It's important to be open to pivoting when the data suggests that your initial approach, your MVP, it just isn't working. So when you go through this cycle, of these three core pieces you have to do, then you will regularly assess your progress compared to your goals and metrics, identify areas where you're falling short, 
and where customer feedback suggests a change is needed, strategically change course, whether that means altering your product, target market, or business model. Keep in mind, pivoting doesn't necessarily mean failure. It's a natural part of the lean startup process and a sign that you're adapting to the needs of your customers. Just to give you some real world examples of of lean startup methodology, Dropbox is a great example. Before creating their file syncing software and storage software, they built a simple video MVP demonstrating the product concept. This allowed them to gauge interest and gather feedback without investing into a fully developed product. And Airbnb started as a simple platform to rent out air mattresses on the founder's apartment floor. Over time, they iterated based on customer feedback and eventually evolved into the global home sharing platform we know today. So now that you know what the lean startup methodology is, how do you apply it to your own business? Well, here's some tips. Uh, You want to embrace a culture of experimentation and learning. You want to prioritize customer feedback and integrate it into your product development process. You want to set clear goals and metrics, use data-driven decision-making, and then you want to be open to change and willing to pivot when necessary. And a caveat here, the lean startup methodology is not just for tech startups or or even just startups. Businesses of all sizes and all industries always benefit from an agile, customer-centric, data-driven approach. So you have to understand that this can be applied to your business at any point. It's a great way to start a business, but it doesn't have to be forgotten. In fact, you should not forget this as you build out new products or services or test waters in new markets as you grow. This is just a smart way to do things. You don't have to put a million dollars, $500,000, $10,000 into a new product, into a new market. You have to test that market first. You have to get feedback. You have to understand, is there a market for you there? This could be your 50th product that you've built and developed. A few other things to think about when you are uh, adopting this methodology. A fundamental concept in the lean startup methodology uh, is called the build, measure, learn loop. This is basically the adaptation of the lean startup methodology applied to all area, other areas of your business. So if you're getting confused and you're saying, I thought this was for startups, well then forget that. Just call it the build, measure, learn loop because it's the exact same thing applied to uh, a business at a later stage. So this loop, is broken down into three steps. Build, measure, learn. Okay, what does build mean? Develop uh, your MVP or or an improved version of your product. Measure, collect data on how customers are using your product uh, and their, get their feedback. And then learn, analyze the data to identify patterns and trends in areas of improvement. Now it makes sense, right? This is just a loop. So Lean Startup is applying this loop to a startup, but the build, measure, learn loop is applying this framework to literally any part of your business you want to improve. Um, so now that you understand how powerful this tool can be and this mindset can be, uh, I would say you should understand some of the tools and resources that are smart to use uh, when developing a lean startup or building some sort of feedback loop into your business. Um, you need a project management tool to help you prioritize tasks, track progress, uh, collaborate with your teams of so Trello or Asana. Um, you need to monitor user behavior. You need to track metrics, gather insights. So Google Analytics um, or any of the other analytics tools, Mixpanel and a few others. You need to uh, survey and speak to your audience. So SurveyMonkey type form, this allows you to collect customer feedback, identify areas of improvement. And then also if you actually are building a tech product, 
um, you can use something called Usability Hub or user testing. And these are usability testing platforms that gather qualitative feedback on your product's user experience. A couple things to uh, watch out for if you're applying this uh, potential, uh, if you're applying this methodology, watch out for these potential challenges and pitfalls. Um, sometimes people overemphasize speed. So while iterating quickly is important, you don't want to sacrifice quality or overlook customer needs in the pursuit of rapid development ever. Uh, you don't want to ignore long-term planning. So you want to balance short-term iterations with long-term planning. This is critical for truly sustainable growth. And you don't want to neglect team culture. So you want to make sure your team is on board with the lean startup approach and foster a culture of open communication and collaboration and learning. And uh, I sort of alluded to this before, but many people falsely assume that the lean startup methodology is only suitable for small startups. But a lot of lar larger organizations can also benefit from some of the principles. Um, and here are just some things to think about if you're going to uh, deploy this methodology in a larger organization. So first thing is start small. So test the lean startup approach on a single project or department before you roll it out across the entire organization. Um, encourage cross-functional collaboration. What does that mean? Well, all the different parts of your business, they're all operating, doing their own thing, and they're not talking to each other. So you want to break down silos and promote collaboration between departments. This helps foster innovation and rapid iteration. You don't want red tape stopping your progress. And then you want to establish a culture of experimentation. So empower employees to take risks, learn from their failures, and celebrate success. The Lean Startup methodology, as I hope you understand now, is a methodology that applies to startups, later stage companies, product launches, literally anything you're doing. It's just a great system to deploy. That's why it's so important to understand. It offers a powerful and efficient framework for building a successful business. So when you focus on customer needs, when you embrace iteration, when you leverage data-driven decision-making, you maximize your chance of success. I hope today's discussion was valuable. I gave you some actionable tips, whether a small startup or a larger organization. I also really think you should read the book, The Lean Startup, because it's a great, obviously expanded discussion on what we just spoke about today. Try and apply it to your business. I promise you it'll save you a lot of stress, a lot of money, and you won't be disappointed. That's it for today. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you got some value out of that. Make sure you come back tomorrow for another business lesson on the 10-Minute MBA.